Welcome back to Gesundheit with Jacobus, Health Talk Radio. Now your host, Jacobus Hollowine. And that is correct. I appreciate all of you tuning in today. This is indeed the third hour. If you missed the first two, goodness gracious, you missed a wonderful program. We have Kathy Garcia back. She was here in March introducing us to the concept of transformational astrology. How can you use astrology to help in the transformation to become the best person you can be uh, from here on forward? And we're going to do a little bit of prognosing of uh, looking forward forecasting thank you very much <laughs> to uh, the summer because tomorrow morning tonight tomorrow morning we are moving into summer the summer solstice the longest day of the year as she mentioned seven hours longer than uh, winter solstice uh, in the day so there's quite a bit of light and we love it uh, she is a professional transformational astrologer, Kathy Garcia. She founded the Three Magi Complete Astrological Services in 1989 as a response to the need for a new approach to astrology congruent with the dawning of the Age of Aquarius. Uh, she holds a BA in Anthropology from Tulane University. As part of her undergraduate work, she studied at University College and London School of Economics. Her minor was in philosophy. Kathy's background in anthropology is evident in her ability to interpret the astrological chart for people from many different cultures and lifestyles. She's a mother of four, now adult children. She conducts uh, astrological consultations from her home in Montana to people worldwide through Skype, telephone, whatever works to be in touch with people. If you'd like to get a hold of Kathy Garcia, telephone number 406 333 4804 Her website, if you like to browse on the website, it's the three magi one all one word the three magi magi dot com. Kathy will also be at the Gesundheit Nutrition Center this afternoon for a couple hours or so to uh, sign some books about uh, her book that she wrote, The Hero's Journey Through the Zodiac specifically The Sun Science. It's a wonderful book, 1995. And uh, you find a lot of information, a lot of information and fun stories. You, you, it's, it's For those of you who are new at this, like myself, I feel very new at this. It's very entertaining and also gives you great insights. But for those of you who, have, who are known, who know about astrology, you will recognize, you will know, you will see a lot of Great stuff that you already know, but even more stuff that you may not know. And that's why this book is really for anybody on the path of astrology who wants to learn a little bit more about it or a lot more about it. We are going to, we have a lot to talk about still. We have a caller who would like to join us today. What is your name, please? How can we help you? Well, this is Mary. Hey, Mary. I realized you were talking about relationships. So I was wondering if Kathy has any advice on, like, um... I'm a Pisces and uh, have a male companion that is also a Pisces. Is that 
a good match or does that make a difference? Well, that's the beginning, right? <laughs> you you tell me, is Basically. it a good is it a good match? Well, it yes it is, very much so. Well, what you have in common is that you both un- have great empathy and understanding, right? Oh, yeah. And great sensitivity. You have you have great sensitivity, and that's something not only that you have with each other, but you're not always going to find out with others. So you're going to find that because you understand so much uh, that people are going to come to you for advice, for example, but they're not necessarily going to understand you. So if you have a partner who is sensitive to you and understands you as well, you're going to feel you have a friend. You're going to feel you have a companion here. And uh, in that sense, it's very, it's extremely positive. That in that sense, it's positive. We'd have to look a little bit more than just that you're both Pisces, to to fill in the details. Uh-huh. Well, I was married to a Gemini, which was an awful marriage. Yeah, but um, because that is the um, that's the cross, cross, part of the cross. That's the, well, you see. Um, any relationship can work can work out potentially, but the Geminis tend to tell it like it is. They talk, 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 and they tell it like it is. And and off, often they could use some sense soul sensitivity, so to speak, right? Well, he was very mean, and sometimes I mean he was nice to other people, but then nasty to me. I'm sorry to hear that. But you're no longer married, right? And oh, you made no, a better bat. That's true. Yes. Thank heaven. <laughs> Thank heavens, you made a better, better made a better match. Yes. Okay. Well, I just was interested in knowing. Thank well, you. Well, uh, I'd love to talk to you more, and and we do a synastry and learn from you, and also to look at uh, your husband's chart and your chart and see how it how it all works out. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm going to keep listening. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. Appreciate it. Bye bye. All the best. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this couple I worked with. They actually are in a different country. Yeah. And in the springtime, and she has all this fire in her chart. She's an Aries, and she's Leo, and and she's um, she's an artist, and she travels here and she travels there, and she's mm-hmm. boom, 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 and he's Pisces, 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 Pisces. Yeah. You know, his grand water trine, and he's so sensitive. Oh. He's so sensitive. He's an energy healer. Mm-hmm. You know, Egg, here in the book, you can read about Edgar Casey. He was, yeah, a, yeah. you know, a Pisces. So you wouldn't think that that combination would work, mm-hmm. but they work great together. Mm-hmm. He's he gives her what's missing mm-hmm. in her life. Mm-hmm. She needs that sensitivity, and he wants to just keep healing and healing and healing others, and not have to worry about any of the rest. Yes. And she's moving everything else. Oh. And they respect each other's space. They love each other's individuality. Mm-hmm. And they make this perfect couple, this happy couple, who's who are very, very different. Huh. So there's no there's no set rules. Mm-hmm. But you can usually and then you can usually see where the points of contention or the points of harmony will be, the points of challenge. Yeah. So what works and what doesn't work, uh, Kathy? I mean, if you talk about relationships, is there ones that you say, got to be careful, uh, this is really a tough one? Or but, but Well, yeah, you can see a relationship with somebody else and you can see this is going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's just what you need, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But for example, let's take Taurus. We haven't talked about Taurus that yeah, much. Yeah, we haven't talked much about Taurus. So let's talk about Taurus. Please. Okay, so Taurus is an earth sign. Uh-huh. It's on the fixed love cross. But Taurus has to do with value. So we can talk about um, the value of of this ring, for example. Correct. Or we can talk about 
the value of trusting somebody. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about value in more abstract terms or more physical terms. And Torians mm-hmm. tend to be physical, but they're going to come. Torians, the question that comes to Torian, Torians is their self-worth. I see. So if you get involved with a Taurus, then everything really comes back to that question. But a Taurus can get involved in a relationship with someone. Let's let's just say you have a Taurus and they had uh, a very critical parent, a very critical parent. And maybe they came to believe there was something wrong with them. They may attract a partner who becomes that parent Mm -hmm. and who acts out the same scenario over and over again because the soul doesn't just want to be happy. The soul wants to heal. So let's just say the Torian comes to a point that they say, I'm not going to be abused. I'm not going to allow people to dig into me this way. I'm going to value who I am. Yes. Then their, their difficulty in their chart becomes a place of knowledge and mastery. Mm-hmm. You don't know that when you meet somebody. Mm-hmm. You just That's know true. you just know they have that challenge. You have yeah. to talk with them and work with them and see where they're at. Mm-hmm. So but if they're at the place of of I'm not worth anything and because their their father, you know, didn't love them or left them or their mother was critical or whatever, they will attract people that treat them the same way. I see. And so they tr- this is part so that's how we can work with ourselves and our inner child work uh, when we work with relationships mm-hmm. you know now for example Arians yes now this can be an Aries person or this can be someone who has Aries on the seventh house cusp yes. or somebody who has Venus in Aries uh-huh. right or has a planet in Aries in the seventh house those are different ways it can go but Arians are impatient they tend to be impulsive they tend to do it now yes so and they're very ardent because they're fire mm-hmm. so they can get involved with somebody that they really don't know mm-hmm. and and be very excited about it and it could be a lot of fun but as you know you know marriage is about being able to look at somebody the same face like my daughter says every day for the rest of your life right yes yes <laughs> so then all of a sudden they get married and they find out you know they he wants eggs for breakfast and and i, I want something totally different and and you know they they don't know each other so sometimes what you get in a in those kind of situations, there's a lot of argumentation, mm-hmm. right? Because they just got involved too fast. Yes. Yes. Too fast. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Wow. And, and then you can, you know, if you get in the water signs, some the water signs real, could be fearful. Yes. And if they get fearful, they can sabotage a relationship. Yeah. Uh, love is a risk. It sure is. That's uh, the way it rolls. That's the way it goes. Yeah. So, so there is... There is connection between everybody everybody will have something to work with and if you yeah it, it also depends already the kind of work that you have done in your own life what you what has been your interest what have you done spiritually or psychologically emotionally on yourself yes that helps you moving into a relationship to already be more understanding yeah and you might read the libra section Okay. Of the book. So I talk about uh, Oscar Wilde. Okay. He has the most, anyone who studies astrology out there. Yeah. He has so many what we call yods or finger of gods in his mm-hmm. chart. Mm-hmm. He was, he people that have yods or finger of gods, they, they feel they don't fit. Mm-hmm. And he was really part of this new artistic movement about expressing expressing love and not having to to be victorian about it and things like that right yeah. you know he wrote the he he wrote um, the importance of being earnest a lot of comedies anyway uh he ended up getting he ended up being sent to jail as because of a um because he had a homosexual relationship mm-hmm. he had to be sent to jail and in jail he really had a spiritual conversion uh-huh. a real awakening uh-huh. and this allowed him to to really find who he was 
And it was just a very amazing story. It's in my book. Then you get someone like uh, the Roricks who had this great, together we can do what we can't do alone, this beautiful marriage. He was a Libra, oh, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you have Mickey Rooney who got married eight times. Yes. And you look at his chart, which I explain in here, and, you know, he didn't either he didn't get it or he kept trying to get it. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. So, but or so sometimes you you come to the path, you take the tools you need, you fulfill you you fulfill you find out the answers and sometimes you're working your same things aren't the same as my same things. So people say, Oh, it's the same thing again. Well, yeah, well that's what you're working on in this life. I see. You know? There's a red line until you figure it out. Well, well, it'll still be a red line, but it is different. It's- well, you'll become a teacher of it eventually. Mm. If you were the one, I know someone who had the most terrific life uh, that you can't even imagine in another country uh, of a, the, such terrible parents and, and everything. And and when he was young, he was very, he was a commando. He was a very intense Marine-like person. Sure. But he ends up being the most, he got on the spiritual path. He's the most loving person. Uh-huh. And so his work is all about love through uh-huh. his work. If I can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. He is the most loving person. So he ends up getting through his karmic condition, you might say, and he becomes the teacher. Yeah. But then he will attract to himself people that need what he needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. There are so many emotions and obviously everybody could write a book about their own life. Everybody has their own experiences. And I, I realize that more and more talking about yourself is 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 really unimportant because so many people will say, well, you know, yeah, I know what you're going through and I've been going through this and let me share my story with you. It's uh, it's beautiful to see this. And uh, sometimes people, when they are a little bit more mature in life, they find each other. And even though you think, well, they're probably set in the way they do things, they often also are more open to, to, to build a relationship, to work on a relationship because they have done the work. And and I, I want to make sure that we don't forget about this topic, about what some of us going to bring to us, because this is, you said, uh, kind of a um, prognosis about summer. Oh. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're shifting gears here a little bit. Yeah. And, and you also were talking about uh, the shooting in, in Charleston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, what I want to say is that for the past few years, let's say even going to around uh, 2011, mm-hmm. right, we've had a configuration in our chart, which in the world, which is transiting Uranus, which is squaring transiting Pluto. Okay. So it's the Uranus-Pluto square. That's mm-hmm. for short. Uh-huh. Right? I mentioned on the program in March that when this was going on in uh, 1848, there was a series of, rev- series of revolutions. Uh-huh. It's, a sh- it's a real shaky uh-huh. Time when new things are being born, mm-hmm. new, and but other and other things are being changed. Mm-hmm. Maybe not always to the best, but it's a time ultimately of freedom. But it's also a time of revolution, and I call it the anything can happen anywhere, anytime aspect. Mm-hmm. So if you have a prayer on your heart today, it's going to be the be in the right place, the right time, doing what you're supposed to be doing to the best you can do it. Right? Because mm-hmm. there's this unexpected aspect. Right now, I think that this. Uh, this Uranus Pluto also brings a great deal, like Uranian energy is like electricity, and it brings a, trem- a certain degree of instability. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's instability because it's creating change. Mm. So, for example, when you go into the North Carolina business, yeah. uh, what, what was that, that massacre that was going on? You look at the chart for it, really starting the night before. 
because uh, I'm sure that this wasn't just a, he's probably thinking about this for some time. But the yeah. night before, what you see is that the chart of that day, uh, that first of all, the sun, the moon, the sun and Mars were conjoined. Mm-hmm. So often when, for example, um, Buto, when Buto was assassinated. Yeah, Buto. Yeah, she was. South a, Africa. No, the Pakistani woman. Maybe I have the wrong. Oh. P-A-G-P-D-O. Yeah. Anyway, the Pakistani woman who was fighting for democracy, who was assassinated. Okay. So she and her own chart had had the, there was a Pluto aspect coming in, but Mars was there too. So Mars will often bring the trigger, and then you have in this North Carolina aspect, you have this anything can happen aspect being being hit by other factors. So I theorize, I postulate that there are certain people um, that cannot handle. And because their own negativity and their own attitudes and the own ways that they've been going, they can't handle the energy. And they become, they become, um, targets for this. They, it's, they be, the danger is greater. Mm. So, for example, not to worry about it, because if you're going to worry, you shouldn't, you really shouldn't study astrology. Right. But mid, mid July, Mm -hmm. uh, we have, we have Mars in Cancer. We have, um, we have the um, we have the the new moon coming into Cancer, and we have and so this is a volatile time. This is again one of those volatile times, and most of these extreme things you've been seeing happening in the past few years have happened on that anything can happen aspect. Huh. Right. So Amazing, yeah. that's that's you know one thing you can look at. Now the other is as I mentioned before, the United States is thirteen degrees Cancer. And so the past few years has been really, and the United States sun is squaring its Saturn in Libra, 14 degrees here. You can see it right here. It's yes. easier to see things. But here, here's the sun and it's square. Here it is. This United States chart squaring Saturn in Libra. So that has been affected by this. Anything can happen. Yes. And what's really important for Americans is to know who we are. This is the chart of the great mother. Mm. Yes, sometimes the mother has gone over the bounds. Yeah. But this is the sign of, of liberty and of and and of freedom. Mm-hmm. And we if we don't know who we are, then we become very susceptible. You see the Uranus Uranus is at eight degrees Gemini. And um, this has been from the very start of uh, the Declaration of Independence, excuse me, we had slavery. Mm-hmm. So uh, John Adams didn't want it to be in there and Ben Franklin didn't want it to be in there and Thomas Jefferson didn't want it to be in there. But if they didn't concede, the southern states would not be unanimous. And, wow. and so they, they said future generations are going to pay for this. So when this 1861 comes around, we have the Civil War. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we have Neptune hitting this point And you see. So then you get two things happening. The anything can happen aspect and you get this Neptune coming in. So you get this race Issues mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. right? You can, but what it comes down to, when you see the North Carolina incident, you see the woman who called the police and gave the tip. Right. You see a lot of good people who couldn't care less about race. Yes. You know, they're just united. Excellent point. You know, mm-hmm. you see the people in the church who understand about the necessity of forgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, who are teaching a lesson to the whole world. Yes. When it seems, how can you forgive the unforgivable? Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. this is bringing us together. And that's As a one nation. comment that was, was comment one comment made. He was somebody trying to divide us and we're actually becoming stronger as a unity. Right. Yeah. And and where and also because the Saturn squares the sun, this is where our laws keep us. Mm-hmm. We
we have all these freedoms, but our laws keep us in tr- on track. Uh huh. So, th- so that's uh, that's that's another point. How can we go through changes but still have laws that create a balance and keep us on track and not and but we have to have a sense of unity as a people in the good. I see. Especially during this time, mm-hmm. or we can be divided, and if we are, we're piecemeal. Mm. So the uh, the start of this nation, July Fourth, is a very special time. You said that earlier. It almost seems it's like the precursor they must of the Aquarian known. Age. Yes, it's the precursor Uranus, which which um, rules Aquarius, have was discovered. Not that it wasn't out there, but it's kind of like you're on, right? Yes. Okay. And so f- there's a love of freedom. Uh-huh. But remember, we talked last time that Saturn also rules Aquarius. Yes. So freedom doesn't mean doing whatever you want just because you want to. Correct. And and now we're getting people who have a lot of power saying, "Well, this is what I want to do, and you better let me do it, or I'm going to sue you." For example. Yes. You know, and that's not where it's at mm. because we we also have to be responsible. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we can do whatever we want to do when we want to do it is going to take us in some wrong directions. Mm. Hopefully, it all comes out well in the wash. Yeah. But I was very moved by the forgiveness of the people in that church and the families in that church and by the, the woman who gave the tip, the great love. You see the love that, that is so everywhere in this country yeah. and, and in the world. Mm. And we need to bring that as a great force, bring forth that as a force. And I think, you know, I, I think it's um, unfortunately these people are uh, very discombobulated. Of course. And they're yes. already negative in their thing. Okay. We got yeah. a break. Take a short break. When we come back, more with Kathy Garcia about transformational astrology. Just such a fascinating topic. Stay with us. More to come. We'll be right back. This is Gesundheit with Jacobus. Health Talk Radio.